Welcome to Rhema for Today. We know, what is it we know, John? We know that we have passed from death unto life. That spiritual death he's talking about. We're born again. We pass from death, from spiritual death unto eternal life. How do we know it? How do you know you're saved? Well, I've been baptized in water. I believe in that. But that's not the way you know you're saved. Well, I belong to the church. I believe in that. We should belong to the church, a local group. If you're born again, you're in the church. But you should belong to a local group. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Kenneth E. Hagan from our Timeless Teaching Archives. Stay tuned for the series, Love, The Way to Victory. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Brother Hagan's message. Our Father, we thank you again for the privilege to come together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to lift up our voices in prayer and praise, in adoration and thanksgiving for thy loving kindnesses and tender mercies which are ours. We thank you for all that you provided for us. We thank you for your precious, holy, written word. And as we approach that word, we approach it reverently and humbly. We trust the great, mighty, Holy Spirit whom thou was sent to indwell us, to live big in us, to think through our minds, to speak through our lips, to unveil the Word of God unto our spirits. And we pray for all of us that we shall not just be hearers of the Word only, but that we'll be doers thereof. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray, amen. Open your Bibles to the 13th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. The 13th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. And we're going to read the 34th and 35th verses of this opening. John's Gospel chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. Jesus is speaking. He says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Now I want you to open your Bibles to the first epistle of John. The first epistle of John, 1 John chapter 3. And we want to read the 14th verse. 1 John, first epistle of John, chapter 3, verse 14. We know that's positive, isn't it? Not we think so, not maybe so, not this is our theory. You know, a theory is a supposition established upon ignorance of the subject under discussion. <laughs> this is not our theory. This is not the way we have it figured out. This is not what we think about it. This is what God said about it. Say it out loud. The Bible, the Bible is, God is God speaking to me. Speaking to me. Now turn to your neighbor and point to them and say, the Bible is God, is God speaking, to you. speaking to you. Now point to yourself 
and say, the Bible is God speaking to me. And a lot of folks want God to speak to them, but they won't listen to what he says. And that's the reason you don't say anything else. All right, we know. We know. What is it we know, John? We know that we have passed from death unto life. That spiritual death he's talking about. We're born again. We pass from death, from spiritual death unto eternal life. How do we know it? How do you know you're saved? Well, I've been baptized in water. I believe in that. But that's not the way you know you're saved. Well, I belong to the church. I believe in that. We should belong to the church, a local group. If you're born again, you're in the church, but you should belong to a local group and band together to work for God. No, we know that we pass from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. That is in spiritual death. So I want to talk to you about the new law of the new covenant. The new law. In this scripture here in John's gospel, the 13th chapter, the 34th and 35th verses, Jesus said a new commandment. So the new law of the new covenant. You see, the new law wants to take the place of the old law. Or in other words, the new commandment is to take the place of the old Ten Commandments. Jesus fulfilled the old covenant and he established a new covenant in his blood. Praise God. There is no need for the Ten Commandments. Now, for we who are in Christ, because you see, if you walk in love, you're not going to tell a lie on anybody. Are you? I said, are you? If you walk in love, you're not going to steal from anybody, are you? No, if you walk in love, you're not going to break any commandment that was ever given to curb sin. Amen. Now, I want you to notice, let's go back to the Old Testament and see something that Ezekiel prophesied in Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, concerning the new covenant in the uh, 25th through the 29th verses. God said, then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all of your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I'll give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Now you'll notice also uh, that Jeremiah, we'll look at it in a minute. Jeremiah, you can turn there while I'm talking, the 31st chapter of Jeremiah. But let's notice what he said here. As you go on reading the chapter, you'll notice that uh, he goes on to say some things to Israel, uh, that they should dwell in the land which God gave them, or gave to their fathers that they should be God's people and he'd be their God. And that clearly points to a blessing which is in store for the Jews and we wouldn't want to interpret it otherwise. But there is, however, an earlier application here that we just read to, of the same to the church, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
For I want you to notice that when we come to the book of Hebrews, how do we know it applies to the church? Well, turn over to Hebrews, the eighth chapter, and you'll find that the writer of the book of Hebrews is quoting this. In the eighth chapter of the book of Hebrews, you'll notice that he brings out this fact, Hebrews, the eighth chapter, the eighth verse to the tenth verse. For finding fault with them, talking about the old covenant, he saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with Israel, with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their heart, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Hallelujah. Now notice, I told you to turn to the 31st chapter of Jeremiah. Jeremiah, in prophesying about the same thing that Ezekiel was prophesying about, said these words. The, third, the uh, 31st chapter, the 33rd and 34th verses. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. See, we just got through reading that. Him quoting it in the book of Hebrews. After those days, saith the Lord, I'll put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. Now, I want you to notice this. Come back to the book of Hebrews again, please. That you see, he's quoting, the writer of Hebrews is quoting the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. And I want you to notice that he said, I read the King James translation, I will put my laws into their mind. Now the margin says that the Greek says, I'll give my laws into their mind. You see, he gave us the word and told us that there is a new commandment, hallelujah, for the new covenant. Then he said, and I'll write them in their heart. The margin said, into their heart. Now you remember Romans, the fifth chapter, and the fifth verse said that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So you see, in, in the Old Testament, he wrote the Ten Commandments on tables of stone with his finger, the finger of God. In the New Testament, he wrote the commandment in our hearts because that one commandment fills all of the commandments. I said that one commandment fulfills all of the commandments. Now, if you don't think so, turn back real briefly to the 13th chapter of Romans and we'll find that the Bible says that. And then we'll come back to this later. But right now, we just want to make this observation. Notice, the 8th verse of the 13th chapter of Romans, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled, what? What's the next word? The law. The law. Let's go on reading. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. See, he's quoting the law. He's quoting the ten, a portion of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. 
Now notice, and if there be any other commandment besides these that he's named, if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Our offer That's is right. two really important things. The book, Listen to Your Heart, and then Love, The Way to Victory. And actually, we talk about uh, walking in love is one of the things that the spirit man tries to get you to do. So these are some important deals. And this is uh, actually, uh, we, it's 1995, but it's normally 2995. So this is a special $10 off. I want you to get a hold of this. Now this book, we have in, at the end of each chapter. We have questions. There's questions for you to, to answer. answer. In fact, this can be a study course for a small group. Oh yes, 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 it, yes it can. And it's just a wonderful book. I, you know, I can't uh, express to you enough how important it is to listen to your heart. Right. You know, honey, we have done that uh, all of our life, yeah. really, and certainly all of our married life. Yes. And it's just so important. I know you're going to get a whole lot out of this book that will help you in your walk with the Lord. So go right now. Go there to rhema.org and get yes. it and order it right That's- now. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, the Way to Victory. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.